Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. The best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid the podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So come on. Come on to Anchor. Get your podcast started. It's the best way to podcast. It's easy. It's free. Can't be free. Come on over right now. And you get paid to podcast. So if you always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start. That's anchor.fm forward slash start to join me in a diverse community of podcasts already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm forward slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. The band back together. The band oh, is man. back together, bro. Hey, today is Monday. Y'all already know what time it is. I'm Pop Opinion Podcast. I'm Grand Hefe. That's OG Raw. What's going on with you, bro? Man, another good day in the uh, great state of Virginia, man. Uh, I'm going to be heading back out west soon. But, uh, man, we're going back to the West Coast? Yeah, I'm going to enjoy it, bro, while I'm here. Hey man, I, I I feel you on that. I remember when I went back home in October, man, back to Florida, and I I, I felt, bro, I felt so so alive. Like I felt like, you know, it, it's good to get away sometimes, you know. Oh yeah, get Stay. you right mentally, you know. Yeah, being around family, exactly, being around bro. Friends, just get you right mentally, bro. Exactly. We got man, we got a good show for y'all today. Uh, big news coming out of NFL yesterday. Obviously, we got some NCAA tournament news. Uh, Duke, Job ja Morant, uh. Could Jason Kidd be the new coach of the Los Angeles Lakers? That's uh coming Say up. What? Yeah, Jason Kidd. <laughs> Jason Kidd doing the thing. Uh that coming up. Uh, a lot of that and much more coming up. But um, let's go ahead and talk about some NCAA news real quick. Nothing, nothing too in debt. We got a lot of stuff to get to in that respect. But um, what's some things that you um seen over the weekend that that uh surprised you, bro? Oregon. Oregon is playing so good right now. Like when the boys I was playing some ball. Play, Oregon, Oregon is that team right now. Them boys without, playing some ball for sure. Yeah, them boys playing some ball without Bobo, and I'm like, man, and that point guard, he he little. What he about all these missed free guys. throws, bro? Yeah, and that's another thing. I think that's the that's late the way game the free throws. That's the way the league's going. Everybody missed free throws. Everybody see LeBron do, so they do. Monkey see, monkey do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's no shade in LeBron, but the, hey, that's what happens. When you, you shoot sixty I mean? percent from uh, yeah. the year, you know, from the free throw line, that's so yeah. terrible, bro. Yeah. I'm so disappointed in him. Are but, you uh, surprised to... by the good games though? Yeah, like there's a lot of close Warford games. Huh? Was able to hang in there with Kentucky. I was surprised uh, that uh, you know. That Baylor was hanging there with Gonzaga. I, at one point, they had the lead. I was surprised also with that. Uh, the the Auburn and Kansas. Game. Yes, man. I was like, "Yo, really, Kansas? Really?" No, this has well, been a really, really good March Madness. Honestly, and I know people have been like, "Not it," but this has probably been honestly one of the best March Madness you know so far, bro. Like when when I just think about you know. The the who who's playing who, yeah, you, you know, and who these teams have already played and who these teams have already beat. I mean, man, this it you know 
we're going to get a, a Oregon, Virginia, a Texas Tech, Michigan, yep. Purdue, and Tennessee. That, that's going to be a good game, that Purdue, Tennessee game. I really think that's going to be a great game. Gonzaga and <laughs> Florida State? Yeah. Man, shoot. And I'm pretty sure uh, Houston and North Carolina on the other side. Look, man, listen. That's going to be a crazy game. I'll, that's the game I want to see. This is the game that will let me know if North Carolina is for real or not when they play this Houston team. Because this Houston team is dogging people. They yeah, bro. Like, they ain't playing no games with people, bro. <laughs> they, 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 them Texas teams ain't, 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 ain't playing yeah, this Texas year, bro. Tech too. bro them, them, these, these Texas teams is not playing with them this year. But um, we're going to get to NBA, NCAA later. We got to go to this big news, man. I, I couldn't wait to talk about this. When when that, I seen this come to my phone, I was so shocked, but I wasn't I wasn't surprised. And that is Grunk retires officially from the NFL. Um, which leads me to this question, man: Is Gronkowski the best tight end ever? Uh, man. So this this announcement, man, it came. I think it came at the right time, man. Uh, when I look at Grunk last year, he was he looked aged, he looked hurt, he looked. He looked like he wasn't the same grunt, you know, that I was used to seeing. And I had drafted him in fantasy, and it took about six games into the season for him to get to mm-hmm. pit up some numbers for me. And then when he did pit up numbers, he got hurt again. And by that time, I had him on the bench. So it didn't matter. Um, but, you know, he, he announced his retirement in a grunkish way, you know, through Instagram. Yep. That's what I expected from him. And to be honest, I couldn't be more happier for him, more excited about, you know, his decision. You know, it's for the reasons I said at first. And for me, you know, Gronk has always been one of the more exciting tight ends to watch, you know, over the years. Because when I watched him coming to the league in 2010, he he automatically came in, like, as that dominant, you know, we knew what Gronk was going to do. I remember every year during fantasy football, I I wanted Gronk. And if I didn't get him, I would trade for Gronk. You know what I mean? Yeah, because he was that kind of tight end. Yeah, you knew the numbers he could get you. And I think Gronk is one of the greatest tight ends. But I think the combination of him and Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback tight end duo I have ever seen. And I'm saying this because if you look at Gronk numbers, he's a three-time Super Bowl champion. He's a five-time Pro Bowl, four-time first-team All-Pro selection. And for his career, Billy, he has four hundred. I mean, five hundred and twenty-one receptions, almost eight thousand receiving yards, and seventy-nine receiving touchdowns. In my opinion, man, I mean, he's the best to ever do it. For me, I'm not gonna say he's the greatest of all time, but him and Brady are the greatest of all time to do it together. At that, you know, that quarterback tight end position. Well. When this news came down, man, you know, I, I we was um I was at Phil's crib. He was barbecuing, you know, just some burgers and stuff, you know, just to watch the games. And wait, Phil can barbecue? Oh yeah, man. Phil, Phil can throw down, bro. L- listen, oh, if you ain't God. never had, no, listen, you ain't never had none of Phil barbecue. Phil, Phil can throw down. Like I'm talking oh. about, throw down, throw down. So yeah, man, we was over there. He, you know, he had he just has had some burgers on the grill, some light, you know, just to chill. And this news came down. And I immediately told him, I said, Grunk is the greatest tight end to ever live. And he was like, that's tough. He was like, are you going to uh, give four time to, uh, to, uh, to get his argument in? I'm like, yeah, I said it to him. But for me, I think this right here is, 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 is Grunk 
you already laid down some of the numbers. Let me give you some more, right? Hey, go ahead. Lay them out. Most receptions by a tight end in Super Bowl history. That's 23. Yeah. So yeah. that's the clutch gene. That's the, that's, that's the thing that people always talk about, even when we talk about Odell Beckham right now. We always and say is, what has he done to playoffs? Last year during the Super Bowl, Gronk laid out. The biggest catch. Pass. I have no clue how he caught it, but he did it. In between clutch three game. defenders. Yes, clutch gene. Yes, in between three defenders. Not only that, he's the only tight end to lead the NFL in receiving touchdowns. That was back yeah. in 2011. Then, right? Yes, yes, yes. Then he's the only tight end to have three seasons with 10 plus touchdowns and a thousand plus receiving yards. Now, I know there's a different time. You got guys like Shannon Sharp, people bring up Tony Gonzalez. You know, the older generation may bring up guys like Ozzie Newsom. But what this guy has done in the end, he changed the tight end position. Oh, yeah. He, you know, he, he made it cool to be a tight end in the league yes. you know uh, and, and I guess we could credit Bill Belichick I guess you can give you know uh God rest the dead Aaron Hernandez a little credit to that because once the Patriots got Aaron Hernandez and they was using that two tight end set with him and Gronkowski it it, it, it couldn't be stopped that was yeah, Gronk's coming out party you know it was deadly. It, it, uh, it, it was deadly I've never seen yeah. anything like that from the tight end position you got a six five six seven guy almost 300 pounds that can run just as fast as anybody can jump high as anybody that can block like, four, like six, no other. 40. That's, yes. what, that's what we're talking about. When we talk about Gronk. Four, six, and then 40, you have a you know? Aaron Hernandez that was on the other side. That was six, five, two, something ran a four, 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 five. It, it, it was unstoppable. And what Gronk has been able to do since, since that, who people that was trying to call him a one trick pointer that, Oh, he needed another guy. Look at, look at what he's done. Three times yeah. Super Bowl champ. You know, probably probably should have won four, but he's been hurt so often that it it. Uh, imagine if Gronkowski had two, just two less, two less injury riddle seasons. Imagine what his numbers would be like right now. Oh, it'd be insane. He probably uh, wouldn't even be retired have right now. Touchdowns, you know, already. Uh, he probably have ten thousand receiving yards. Yes, that's, that's the Easy. kind of guy we're talking about. Easy. Um, and the attention that he requires on the field, uh, I mean, we can't we can't just ignore that. Because even while hurt, sometimes that triple team and grunt. Even while hurt, <laughs> even while hurt, yeah, you seen it in the Super Bowl. That was all over. Yes, Grunt. you know what I'm saying. And he was hurt then. So, I mean, this guy, like I said, he's definitely one of the greatest of all times. He's the greatest of my generation, I believe. Yes, he's for the sure. Greatest I've ever seen. No doubt about um, that. And this. This this guy Gronk, he he deserves this retirement. Uh, no one can throw shade on him. Say he's taking the easy way out. No, he's taking the high road out. And sometimes you gotta know when to hold him, and you gotta know, know when to f- show him. Hey, and, and hey, know when to fold him. All right? And he and did that after winning know. the Super Bowl. Yes. So you go that, out on the high road, buddy. That definitely a first ballot Hall of Famer for sure. Uh, wish the best for Gronkowski. I'm sure we won't. We, uh, this won't be the end to see him. I'm sure his TV career is probably gonna gonna pop off now, which I probably made this decision a little bit better. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Duke barely got away yesterday, man. Uh, Duke, they they barely barely got away by one yesterday. Good game Zion had. I, I believe it was 36, if I'm not mistaken. Had had a had a fantastic game. But does this scare? Uh, weaken your hopes in Duke that they will win a championship, or is Duke still the favorite to win a championship? I I think 
Duke is still the favorite to win the championship. Get past UCF. Like, don't don't get it twisted now. UCF ain't no punk now. They they ain't no punk. Not um, at all. What and what I seen from UCF when they play uh you know my my VCU team, they dominated them. They dominated that team. Like I and I thought VCU was a pretty good team going to this tournament. I'm like, oh yeah. We, they we and they dominated Duke for really all of this game. If, yeah. if, if we're being honest, if, if it wasn't for that Coach K speech, I don't think Duke would have came out with his win. Because, <laughs> I'm telling you, uh, but this UCF team is no joke, and they got that seven foot seven guy, man. Uh, I can't think Ta- of his name. Right Taco now. Fall. Yeah, Taco Fall. <laughs> and like, and you think about the style of that basketball that Duke plays. They they like getting to the rim, and when you got a seven foot seven guy at the rim. It's going to be hard to do that. It's going to be very hard to do that because Taco Fall, he's been showing them, boy, he got a little more heart than they got. He, he had already crazy. said that he that he he refused he to be you. on uh, on Zion's highlight tape. Yep. He said he's going to meet you at the rim. Them boys was playing for more than just a tournament. Them boys playing for pride. <laughs> As we <laughs> say in the South, meet me there, beat me there. Yeah. Hey, meet me there, beat me there. there. You ain't finna put me on no mixtape. Nope, not going to do it, brother. So, uh, I expected UCF to come out and play hard. Did I expect the score to be this close against this Duke team? I did not. But, you know, Zion, he he showed why he's number one last night. Yeah, he shows why he's going number one last night. I know you like to think your guy R.J. Barrett is the, is the main number one, but he really isn't, Billy. Zion is that number one guy. And I think with Zion, Duke can I make will an, go to the championship. Can I make a confession? Yeah. I'm starting to um, slide on over to the Zion boat. That's what I'm talking about. And I'm starting to slide over to the Zion boat just because of what I saw yesterday. When the team needed Zion, when they needed a savior, because let me just be be honest with you here. R.J. Barrett played 40 minutes yesterday, and he only scored 16. Mm -hmm. He has not looked like the player that he's looked like all season. Now, I don't know whether he was missing Zion, but he was still putting up 27 and 30 points a game. He just hasn't looked as dominant. Even last game um, when they played um, NC Central, uh, I mean, North Dakota State, he had 27. He was the leading, or 26. He was the leading scorer. But I don't know, man. He, he just hasn't looked as dominant. And every time I look up, Zion is making a play. He's, yep. he's making a play. Now, I still want to believe that in the NBA it's going to be a little bit different because guys aren't going to be scared of Zion in the NBA. They're getting paid to play basketball just like him. And, and, and that's why I think it's going to – he uh, the, the downfall is going to be – and not necessarily downfall is he's going to be a bust, but just not as exciting as people think. But I'm starting to come around. I mean, every, every time they needed a timely bucket yesterday – Zion gave it to us, you know, in the one that 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 put us ahead, you know, on yeah. Taco Fall that 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 um when Taco Fall fouled out the game, yep, that was clutch. The three before that, I think it was like two or three possessions before that, clutch. Every time they needed a bucket, he was there. And then R.J. Barrett, Johnny on the spot at the end of the game, you know, he he put it away after after the missed free throw by Zion, and you know, uh, he. He, he, he laid it back in. But I'm starting to come around on Zion. I have not lost faith in Duke. Sometimes this is what you need here. You need one of them games that bring you down to earth. Exactly. 
you know, one of them scare games. Yeah, because they blew out North Dakota State. They they almost basically ran through the NCAA tournament. I mean, the ACC tournament outside of playing uh, North Carolina that that um, the game before Florida State. And I'm gonna tell you what it's like. I'm gonna give you an analogy. It's like going out right, meeting a chick, not using the condom. Right? She says she's pregnant, or she thinks she might be pregnant. You know, next time I go out, shoot, I'm using condoms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, that perfect because that's exactly what it was. Is I, I think Duke came in and they just because Taco Fall was doing all that talking, you know, which he should talk talk your stuff, young man or big man, because you seven six. I ain't gonna call you little man, but or young man. But and I I, I don't know if Duke came in overconfident because they were losing basically the whole entire game. They were mm-hmm. they were try- they were in it, but they were they were you know it, it it was a tough grind. Credit to this UCF team, they they gave Duke everything they can handle. I think it's going to be different going forward. I don't think Duke is going to take anybody lightly. Not to say that they actually were taking uh, UCF lightly, but they 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 will not let that happen again. Coach K won't let that happen again. I'm uh, I'm sure of it. Um, switching gears to the NBA, man. We've heard it earlier in the season that the the list of coaches that could possibly uh, replace Luke Walden uh, at the end of the season. Obviously, there's you know overwhelming evidence, overwhelming reports that Luke Walden will be fired this offseason. I think he knows that. But report from Adrian Wojnarowski from yesterday says Jason Kidd is a serious candidate to replace Luke Walden when he's gone in in, in the offseason. Do you like this 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 Jason Kidd potential hire? I like it for LeBron. I I mean, let's let's face it, LeBron, Kidd is not going to tell LeBron what he's going to do. That's why I like it for <laughs> LeBron. But for for developing Lakers, nah. Jason Kidd was with the Bucks. You see what happened when they moved on from him. Jason Kidd was with the Nets. You see what happened when they moved on from him. This this is what I'm talking about. Jason Kidd to me is one of those. You know, he's a play, a great player. That people love, that and they say he has an IQ, but I don't see it translating to success. Uh, you know, as a coach, uh, I think he should go to college first. It's it's levels to this coaching thing. It's levels to this. That's what they don't understand. It's levels to this thing, Billy. You can't just hop into the NBA and think you gonna coach a team. I don't care what your name is, unless you unless you Phil Jackson. Uh, or, uh, Pat Riley, Pat Riley, or uh, uh, Greg Pop, Greg Pop. If you if you one of them guys, maybe. But <laughs> it's levels to this stuff, man. You look at you look at the coach uh, for the Celtics, Brad Stevens. Look, look look what he had to go through to get to where he at. You know what I'm saying? It's levels to this stuff. So for them to just bring Jason Kidd up to the Lakers, it's good for LeBron. Because <laughs> he ain't finna tell LeBron what he gonna do. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's good for LeBron. But other than that, it's not good for these baby Lakers. It's I'm gonna disagree slightly. And I'm gonna disagree slightly because do I think that this is what I believe, right? You know, I'm, 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 I'm not sure how this is, but follow me right now. The Lakers will not get a big time free agent this offseason. They won't. Nobody's gonna come. So what I believe this hire right here does is this hire helps guys like Lonzo Ball, who may be short on confidence, who you kind of got a player that that was Lonzo Ball when he was in his younger years, you know, 
who yeah. a, a guy who can kind of reach Lonzo because there's reports that for for a couple a couple of years now, Lonzo hasn't jailed well with Luke Walton. You know, uh, there were reports last year in his rookie year where he was so mad with Luke Walton at, at times, he would just get the ball and pass it, just pass it to anybody. Just, just I, I don't care. I don't want it. Because him and Luke Walton don't jail like that. So you get a guy like Jason Kidd who can come in and he can kind of talk to Lonzo Ball. He can kind of he can kind of show him the ins and outs of being a a a a point guard in the NBA. Maybe you get a better team. Uh because you've seen at the end of the year, Brandon Ingram started to come on. You know, he started to be more aggressive, put the ball on the floor, show people why he was the number that that number two pick in the draft. Kuz was already there. Kuz was the guy that everybody w- w- was saying from the very beginning that this is the guy that they should keep. So the only person that needs to get on board is, is Lonzo Ball. You get a guy like Jason Kidd, maybe he listens to a Jason Kidd, a respected point guard in the league, not a Luke Walton who was just a, who was just a, a role along. player. Yeah, yeah he's a, a ride along. A ride, ride along, true enough. And who went to Golden State after they won a championship and and quote-unquote coached the team, you know. They coach that team. Yeah, nobody nobody <laughs> respects that. And Lonzo didn't respect that. LeVar Ball has been open on his on his frustration on Luke Walton, on his dislike for, for Luke Walton. So, yes. yes, and you know, LeBron from the very beginning, his crew, he never said it directly out of his mouth, but it came from his crew, said that Luke Walton is going to have to prove himself. You know, there's been reports all through this year that uh, LeBron's crew don't necessarily like Luke Walton. Lonzo don't like Luke Walton. Michael Beasley was finna crease him up in the locker room. Yes, piece him up, crease so, him up. And they had to ship yeah. him out of town. So obviously it may be Luke Walton is the problem. And maybe getting a fresh face in there. Because Milwaukee didn't do bad. But I thought you was going to take a different direction on that, Billy. I really did. I thought you was going to say they was going to get Jason Kidd. That way they have another role player on the bench. (laughs) I don't necessarily (laughs) like the hire. I don't. Because when it came down, that's funny, though. Because when it first came down, I I said, I don't know if I like this. I, I just don't. But I'm thinking how the Lakers are probably thinking about this. Do I like to hire me personally? Of course not. I, I, I've been on record saying from the beginning that uh, Mark Jackson should be the, the, the only interview that they, that they give this offseason. Mark Jackson, a guy who can reel in everybody, a guy who LeBron mm-hmm. will listen to, a guy who LeBron's respect. A guy who 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 can also still help Lonzo Ball because Martin Jackson ain't no slouch. Yeah, <laughs> Mark Martin Jackson was a true point guard, so he could help Lonzo still. I'm just looking at it from the Lakers standpoint. They're like maybe Jason Kidd is a little bit younger, so maybe him and Lonzo can kind of be here. But me personally, do I like to hire? Of course not. Martin Jackson should be should be he should still be coaching in the NBA. Make no mistake about it. He, oh, yeah. he, he, Mark, should, he should be. Mark should still be coaching in the NBA. Yes, for sure. Uh, switching gears, John Morant in uh, the Murray State lost to Florida State the other day. Got blew out. I believe it was about 21, if I'm not mistaken. John Morant did have 28 points uh, to go along with 4-4. Four and four. Does John Morant still deserve to be, or, or do you think he is still a top three pick in the, in the NBA draft? 
I think I think he still should be in the top three. When I look at John Morant play, man, he like he's a man amongst boys out there. He's not the biggest player, but he has a lot of grit. He has a lot of heart, and he can just flat out play ball. Um, everything he does, he's a playmaker. He's a scorer. He can make his own shot. This dude is like some. He has some ridiculous skill, bro. Like, and the thing I see from him, he reminds me a little bit of. Like he shows flashes of Russell Westbrook to me. I'm like, yo, this dude is like rough for real, like, cause he yeah. can do it all. He like, can do it all. He can do it all, and and I sneaky say, athletic. Yes, yeah, sneaky athletic. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't expect him to rise the way he rise. I'm like, oh, snap. And he keep Where going. It, it's just like he keeps going. Yeah, he he definitely has some serious hops to go along with the skill as well. And that's why I said he he reminds me of like a. Oh, Russ, almost. And um, I think he definitely deserves to be in that top five in the draft. And I, I don't think his team compliments him well, but he gave them all he had. You know, they weren't supposed to get past Marquette, in my opinion. But, you know, he pulled it off. And, hey, you when you it's some things you can't teach, Billy. One thing is hard. Another, the other thing is uh, athleticism. You can't teach athleticism. You just gotta have it. Either. Yeah, you just gotta. Either you do or you don't. And then the last thing you can't you can't teach is that that grit, that determination. You can't teach that. And he has all three of those things that you can't teach. Everything else you can teach. You can teach a player how to dribble a ball. You can teach a player how to shoot a jump shot, but he already has that. So you know what I'm saying? But he got them three things that you can't teach. And that's why I expect him to go top five. I think Zion will be the number one pick in the draft, but I said this the other day. John Morant should be the number one pick in the draft. For Come all on. the reasons, for all the reasons that you just said, Zion is flashy. Zion is um he's he's money. He's gonna put butts in the seats. You know, anytime you can get uh President Obama out to watch you play, you know, in the middle of the week, you're you you are you are you are something special. So of course I believe I I, I believe Zion will go go number one. This kid John Morant is everything that you want in the NBA pro. Minus the size, but we can yeah. get over that. You know, he can dribble. He gets his teammates involved. He can shoot the three. He was five. He was five for five in that first half against Florida State the other day. Yeah, you know, so he 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 can shoot and 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 he 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 can get to the rim. And when he get to the rim, he he can finish. Now I thought he missed a few bunnies the other night and he didn't shoot well. He was eight of twenty one. But you brought up a very good point, and that's what I was going to say. I don't think his team complimented him very well, and we all knew that. We knew yeah. Murray State wasn't wasn't a, a a a gifted team, but the reason why they were there was because of him. And I think had he had better teammates, Florida State might have been in trouble. Yep. You know he's going to have a little bit better teammates in the pros. So I I I just I, I like his overall game. A, a guy who he's kind of passed first, but he can score. You know he. He does a lot of stuff where he's getting to the rim and trying to get other people involved. Just other people just wasn't cashing out. You know, they 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 shot horrible. Thirty two percent from the field, thirty eight from 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 three. Not bad, you know, but most of that was all John Morant because he had five of the seven threes that they shot as a team. So that was a really good point. I think his team didn't come in well, but this kid is everything that you would want in the NFL pro guard. He he. He is that and more, and I'm and I'm excited to see where he falls at in the draft. Um, last topic of the day, LeBron's 
ESPN put out a little post the other day on Instagram, you know, about the last time LeBron James has 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 missed the playoffs, and you know, it was a lot of stuff. Uh, it, the, the last time that that this guy has missed the playoffs, it's it's been it, it's been unbelievable, right? You know, yeah. Win, win, win percentage is off is off the charts. Averaging 27, eight rebounds, seven assists a game, three championships within that 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 uh that span. And he says, I will be back. Don't worry, Laker fans. It's not where we want to be. Uh, but we will be back next year. It's a it's a it's it's a marathon. Do you think the Lakers will be back in the playoffs? Or you think LeBron yeah. just selling wolf tickets? No, I th- I think they'll be back in the playoffs. I-, I I really do believe this. Uh, with it's a lot of big moves about to happen in the NBA. In the NBA. A lot of people about to go out east. <laughs> so a lot of people about to go out east, man. A lot of people leaving the west to go east. And then uh, I think what what we will get from this is a, a Lakers, a Lakers in the playoffs. Um, LeBron. Again, man, calm down on the TV shows. I was watching CBS the other night. I was watching the tournament. And man. Guy, you know, he got a whole competition. He, he got a whole – bro, me and Phil <laughs> said the same thing. Like, dang, he doing this too? I'm like, for real, I bro. Swear, bro. <laughs> this is why we didn't get no basketball play. You tired, huh? <laughs> you tired, huh? Got a whole a whole competition. About yeah, it's a lot of stuff to do in L.A. You said that last yeah. week. You said it last week. There's a lot of stuff to do in L.A. So I think if LeBron actually dig down, digs deep and focus on basketball, I think we could make these playoffs. But my man doing everything right now. That man getting that money. He get to his money. Yeah, uh, this executive think, producing competitions. He's probably gonna host a few times. He, yeah, it's gonna be a busy man, summer crazy. for LeBron. Bronny, Bronny, Bronny's back playing with the blue chips. So he, hey man, I, I'm gonna say this. I think they will get to the playoffs because I believe in LeBron and yeah. he was doing just that this year before him and everybody else went down. Um, and people tend to forget that, you know, people, 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 people act as if LeBron didn't, didn't miss any games this year and he played all 82 and, and they, and he just wasn't good enough to get this team to the playoffs, which is, which is bogus. And that, and I, you know, I have to tell people all the time, put stuff in context, man. You just throwing empty stuff out there. Of of, of course, you are gonna get the people that that don't like them to bite on that stuff when you ain't giving oh, yeah. no context. You keep throwing Kobe this, Kobe that out there. But how many games did Kobe miss? R- regardless of whether the fact you thought LeBron was faking the injury or whether he should have been playing or not, fact is he didn't play. That that's what fact is. That's fact the, yep. is. He when play. he was playing, they were in the playoff uh, picture. When he wasn't playing, they they fell they out six spots. Yep. Yes. You know, so for me, uh, if if LeBron James is healthy and he is playing, there's no doubt in my mind that LeBron James is one, the best basketball player still playing, and two, will get that team to the playoffs. This man averages 27 this year, tied for fourth in scoring with with other people that we consider to be the MVP. He's mm-hmm. tied fourth in points with with Giannis. Yep, 27 a game. He's still he averaging eight rebounds, eight assists mm-hmm. a game in a in a year that 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 people said he didn't do anything. <laughs> in a year where 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 people question whether or not he could still play basketball, or and it's because retire. we're so spoiled by LeBron. We're That's spoiled. all it is. That's all we're it is. Spoiled. We expect greatness from LeBron. We expect greatness from great players. 
And what he what he's done is nothing far from great in his career. You know, what from I mean? day one. From day one. And but we expect the utmost out of him. There's no other player that we pick these expectations on. We'll pit it on the Golden State Warriors team, but we won't pit it on a single player on their team. Yep. You know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll pit, and that's just the way it is. With because LeBron has shown us what he can do, so we we expect the same thing, same result every year. We, we see LeBron doing this, we see LeBron doing that. Uh, I went to the I went to the uh, hood the other day, right? Uh-huh. And like some little kids on the block playing ball, whatever, whatever. And one of them had some LeBrons on. So I, I, I was like, yo, y'all come in real quick. I was like, who y'all favorite play? Two of them was like LeBron James. One of them said Steph Curry. The other one said Kyrie. I said, why LeBron your favorite player? He's like, LeBron is just, he just does it all. And these kids are like eight, right? They're like eight uh-huh. years old. I'm like, I'm like, all right, cool. So I went up to the next kid. I was like, yo, why LeBron your favorite player? He was like, LeBron, to me, he's, like, the best ever, like, the greatest. He can dunk, like, flashy, <laughs> uh, and, like, he can dress or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right, cool. So I went to the dude. I was like, yo, why Steph Curry your favorite player? He was like, I just like to shoot the ball. <laughs> 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 I'm like, yeah, I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> but, you know, that, that, that's, the Steph, that's the Steph factor in, in today's game. Yeah. You know, the, the long ball three because it's so exciting, you know, it's so exciting to see Steph pull up from 30 easy and then turn around and look at the bench yep. before the shot even go in. That's, that's you know, the, the flash of Steph Curry have a lot of a lot of young kids now, especially with the emergence of the three-point line. Yeah. You know, with the emergence of the three. Don't, listen, don't be confused, bro. If you probably think in like a few more years, you get people saying James Harden is my favorite player. Because oh, yeah. I like the step back three. Yeah, I like exactly. I like the you know. So it, the the game is just so much different from when Jordan when everybody when Jordan was everybody's favorite player because there was really no jump shooters and Jordan dunked a lot, you know. And then you got LeBron who's just overpowering, who can pass it, who can who can dunk, who can kind of do it all. And that's my favorite player. Now you got Steph because now the three point line is so is so great. Now you got people saying, "Oh, Steph is my favorite player." Few they years actually with the three point ball. Yes, like, hey, it, it, you see it when you go to the gym, you know, and people just playing pickup. What if people shoot most they of the time? That thing from court now. They trying to shoot it. I'm like, man, give me the ball. <laughs> yeah, pass the rock, bro. Put it on the block. <laughs> give it to me on the block. Yeah, don't nobody shooting. believe in the post game no more. When the last it, it, time it, you seen a post player like just go straight exactly. down the post, man? You don't and, see that, no and that's more. why the dominant back to the back. Uh, back to the basket centers are, are obsolete. You only see a few. It's Carl awesome. Anthony Towns, Joel and B, Boogie Cousins. After that, the rest of these guys are are athletes. Basically. Yeah, and Lamarcus Aldridge might be the last one on the list. Yes, and, yes, Lamarcus Aldridge. He plays power four. You yeah. definitely don't see many power fours nowadays with back. that back to the basket. Exactly. Yeah, that that just doesn't happen in today's NBA. So the the, the game is definitely changing. That's why you get guys like that. But that's going to be it for today's show, guys. Um, thank you guys for, for continually downloading the podcast. Leave us a like, uh, comment, subscribe, share with some of your your your, your besties. That's gonna be it for today's show, guys. I'm Grand Hefe. That's OG Raw. You wanna take us out, bro? Oh yeah. As always, you guys be blessed. Be kind to one another. I really appreciate you, Billy. Hey, bro, hey, I appreciate you, man. It's still NCAA basketball season, so uh, yes. let's get it in. Thank <laughs> you.